From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Thursday, March 4th. I'm Sarah Wright. Former Ukiah Police Sergeant Kevin Murray is scheduled to appear in Mendocino County Superior Court today to be arraigned on information. On January 26th, District Attorney David Eister filed a complaint against Murray, charging him with four felonies for crimes alleged to have occurred on November 25th of last year. The complaint says he entered an occupied motel room on South Orchard Avenue in Ukiah and violated the civil rights of a woman by intimidating her under color of law. Murray is also facing two charges of burglary for entering the room twice and one of sexual battery for forcing the woman to touch his genitals. The DA's complaint also includes a misdemeanor charge of possession of methamphetamine on December 1st. Murray posted $200,000 bail on the conditions that he wear an ankle monitor, surrender all firearms, and be subject to search and seizure of firearms and drug testing. Murray, who lives in Lakeport, surrendered four handguns and a rifle with a scope to the Lake County Sheriff's Office on February 3rd. Later that month, Eister filed another complaint against Murray, saying that in June or July of 2014, Murray raped someone identified only as Jane Doe while armed with a gun. Murray faces a second count of forcible oral copulation against Jane Doe a few months later in April. Murray was arrested again last week on those charges and is being held on $500,000 bail. Eister requested that his previous bail be recalled and increased because he'd hidden an assault rifle at his father-in-law's house in Lake County. According to the complaint, Murray had carried the rifle as a duty weapon while he was a police officer, and it is illegal for non-police officers to possess this particular kind of weapon. The DA believes that Murray committed contempt of court and fraud on the court by submitting a false firearm statement. Ukiah Police Chief Justin Wyatt released a statement in a Facebook video on January 29th saying the internal investigation of Murray had concluded and that he was no longer employed with the Ukiah Police Department. He said the UPD is cooperating with the DA's office in its investigation, which is ongoing. We first learned of this potential misconduct in late November, and we reacted right away. We placed Murray on leave in accordance with our policy and with personnel law. We reached out to the district attorney immediately, and we asked for a criminal investigation into Murray's conduct the evening of November 25th. I want the community to know that we acted swiftly, and it is because we took this matter seriously and the manner in which it was handled, that Murray is now answering in the criminal courts for his actions. Both the community and the department look forward to a resolution within the criminal justice system that holds Murray accountable for his behavior. And let me reiterate, and there is no question, police conduct must be of the highest standards. We must have the confidence and the trust of the community that we protect. The conduct in this case in no way reflects the standards of the city of Ukiah or the Ukiah Police Department. In a separate matter, Murray and the city of Ukiah are being sued in the United States District Court of California in San Francisco by a man named Christopher Rescu, who says that on October 13th of 2018, Murray broke into his home and brutalized him. Rescu was later charged with the felony of resisting arrest. According to a complaint signed in May of last year, Rescu was in his home behind a partly closed doorway when Murray responded to a call by a neighbor about an argument between two other neighbors. Rescu claims Murray charged his door, knocking him unconscious, and proceeded to beat him so severely that one of his lungs collapsed and he got pneumonia. The statement says Murray had not turned on his body camera, but that a neighbor filmed Murray's forcible entrance, which allegedly contradicted Murray's account. The Willits Police Department has also had some personnel changes in the last few months. 
Alexis Blaylock, the city's first black female police chief, arrived on August 26th of last year and departed abruptly on October 8th. In December, a Southern California law firm sent the Willett City Council a letter, saying it was representing Blaylock. It said Blaylock would sign a release of claims against the city or agree not to sue for a payment of $500,000, quote, from the city and applicable individuals, and a commitment on behalf of the city to provide workplace discrimination and retaliation training to certain city employees and officials for the purpose of making the city and police department more tolerant, effective, and honest institutions. The letter then goes on to detail the hostility that Blaylock allegedly encountered from a subordinate and the city manager at the time, Stephanie Garibrandt-Sierra. The claims range from difficulties securing keys to the evidence room to being undermined when she fact-checked a workers' compensation claim based on an undocumented use of force. The letter claims that, quote, the city undermined Chief Blaylock's authority and credited baseless allegations against her while ignoring her own credible claims of misconduct. Yet non-black male employees committed serious misconduct that was ignored. The letter claims that the city manager told Blaylock she could not write anyone up for any reason or take disciplinary actions without her permission, and that Blaylock was told to meet with her and a white male subordinate three times a week to assess her performance. The letter claims that Blaylock has lost income and suffered mental and emotional distress, humiliation, and reputational harm, and that she's prepared to sue the city if her demands for compensation and training are not met. Brian Bender was hired as the new Willett city manager on January 4th of this year. Fabian Lizarrago, who retired as the Fort Bragg police chief last year, has been serving as the interim police chief in Willett since early November. In a lengthy Facebook post this week, he referred to possible litigation pending regarding interactions between my predecessor and members of the department and city staff. He added that no lawsuit has been filed against the city or the department and that policies continue to be reviewed. He said his department is young in terms of experience and that any mistakes made are of the mind and not of the heart. In November, voters in Willits passed Measure K, a three-quarter cent sales tax, to prevent the elimination of police services and other vital city functions. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.